What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Panels on Pages. This is the podcast where we talk about comic books and all related media. My name is Dalibor, and if you are new here, please consider subscribing. If you are watching on YouTube, hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm. And we're going to get into today's topic. That being the concept of What If. As of this recording, there have been two episodes of Marvel's What If series. Both fantastic episodes. I would argue the second one a little bit better than the first one because I think there were some people that got to really flex some voice acting muscles. Juman Hansu and Benicio Del Toro in particular. I was just like, really? Wow. I, I, I was really questioning if it was Benicio Del Toro until I read the IMDb because it was fantastic. Now, if you are unaware, this is based on a comic book series long-standing at Marvel called What If, where various creative teams explore all all sorts of things across the spec like every idea you can think of has probably been in an issue of what if i mean what if aunt may got spider powers what if aunt may was a herald of galactus both of these things are not something that i just came up with is my point the idea of a woman holding thor's hammer specifically jane foster was explored in What If way before the incredible Jason Aaron run on Thor. What If is a wonderful place to explore just some concepts, some ideas. And I think Marvel needs to get back to it in a big way. I briefly mentioned this a couple episodes back, but what I think Marvel needs to do is to just go straight digital with What If and make it something where they bring in teams of indie creators. Hey, this much... Like, this is our going rate to make a, a digital issue. They don't have to be 22 pages. They could be more. They could be less. Whatever it is. Nor they could be multiple issues. Whatever. It's a digital format. It doesn't particularly matter how long the stories are. It would really call back to older issues of What If, where you had your main story, and then maybe it wasn't quite 20 pages or whatever, and you got, you'd have, like, a two- or four-page backup story. Like, another different What If scenario. Some of the most interesting things came out of What If?, what if Jean Grey hadn't died became a real thing because Jean Grey then didn't die? They retconned it and it became the canon. What if Captain America woke up today as in the modern day? Now this was an older issue. I think this was like an early 90s or late 80s issue of What If? But that, I think, I mean I could be wrong here, but that I think really served as a catalyst for the Ultimate Comics line. Because that was like, hey, it's the modern day, Captain America is now coming back. So it's this dude from the 50s coming back to, you know, 2001 or whatever it was. How does that change the entire dynamic? And of course, the most notable example being Spider-Girl. That is a future telling, what if, what if Peter and MJ's baby lived? Even though I still contend that that baby is alive and that... Somebody needs to, like, muster up the courage to pitch a solid story for that because I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, like, a brand new, out-of-the-blue spider person and, you know, it's like 10, 15 issues of figuring out who the heck are you? Oh my god, you're the baby. I'm here for that story, but we'll move on. <laughs> Spider-Girl as a single issue of What If spawned an entire series of Spider-Girl and in turn spawned a whole line of comics, the MC2 line, which dealt with, I think it was like 12 or 25 years or something in the future, like everyone's kids. I think it was like 20, I think it was like 20 years in the future. Everyone's kids, you're the daughter of Scott Lang, you had uh, Juggernaut's kid, you had uh, Wolverine's daughter, like all of these things that have kind of all happened in various forms. What if I think is a gold mine? I mean, I think if you still went through and just read through the entire line, you could pick out just gems and be like, oh, I can 
build this into a whole story set in continuity or even not i don't think there's actually anything wrong with just taking one of those stories and being like all right how can we expand this make this like a mini series or an event or whatever because i think the last issue the last regular issue of what if volume 2 number 114 i know it by heart because it is my favorite issue that was what if the heroes had to stay on battle world instead of coming back after the original secret wars they all had to stay there i think some ended up going back in some fashion nonetheless we had really interesting characters that were spawned literally spawned out of that you had the was it the son yeah it was the son of thor and i think it was the enchantress yeah i think it was thor and the enchantress hooked up uh, uh steve rogers and rogue right fantastic combination really interesting character i like her power set she's got the shield uh just like there was just like really dope characters that i i like there was just really dope characters that came out of that and it ended what i felt was like a really cliffhanger like way and they just never touched it again whoever worked on it needs to like maybe bring that back or like i'll fucking do it i've got some ideas because what ends up happening is when they come back they come back to effectively days of future past they effectively come back to a sentinel occupied uh america possibly world and it's like they defeat a sentinel and it's like avengers assemble and cut to you know cut to credits kind of thing and i was like what the fuck like i need more of this that's why it's like stuck in my head i really 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 want to have that as a whole series and taking what if digital would allow marvel to just be like hey digital first a another reason to to subscribe to marvel unlimited if you it could be a marvel unlimited exclusive which gives people a reason to subscribe i mean look once i'm employed again uh, i'd be happy to subscribe if you gave me an ongoing what if series and this this is one of those things that you don't need cohesion you don't need someone to come in and plan out 13 years of stuff you can just have it run through or or you can have sprinkles and then come through with an exiles mini series or regular series look i just really liked exiles exiles was my shit uh and i really would like that series back and because exiles was kind of like what if but with a plot like with a with a narrative direction i i think that that could kind of be conjoined i think you could have a conjoining of those two concepts see like i could pitch this like i could pitch this but no one would fucking take me seriously that's the problem <laughs> this is why i'm doing it on podcasts this is why i'm doing it online if someone sees this and and sees my vision here go for it fucking go for it <laughs> i'm trying to put out my comic first maybe once i do that maybe marvel will be like hey we we heard about you who knows we'll see one day whatever <laughs> my point is i think that there is an untapped potential there because really in all of comics the like what if plays out really well i mean even currently in image they just finished what was it skybound x which effectively was like yeah remember that joke thing that we did at the end of uh the walking dead where it was like oh it was aliens which was which was definitely not meant to be like the actual ending but it was like the alternate ending to the walking dead turned into a mini series where fucking <laughs> where fucking rick is waving around a damn lightsaber like there's a robot michonne and just it's a crazy fucking mini series just insane but it came out of like an alternate what if ending like it the, the the potential is so huge for the what if concept in dc it's been handled like a little bit weird because the elseworld stories like proper elseworlds were like one shots for the most part you had once in a while you had like a two i think there's a few four issue elseworlds but for the most part it's been singles 
like prestige format singles or like two series. I actually think that there's one of my favorite Elseworlds stories is the uh, Batman Book of the Dead. Batman Book of the Dead is a very interesting thing. It, like, I'm not, I'm just read it. I can't even like talk about it without giving it away because right out the gate, I just want to be like, this is what happened and which gives away the whole kind of like background plot. Nonetheless, I started writing a follow-up to that because I thought it was really interesting. And I was like, well, th now, now we have this like groundwork laid and Batman is like a whole different character at the end of the storyline. How do we how do we proceed with that? Like, how do we go forward with that knowledge? So that's my point here is we have like everyone comes up with oh what if this happened what if that happened like everyone's head cannon effectively could be explored whatever your head cannon is about Captain America or Wolverine or whoever the hell you just that could be written that could be a thing that could be written I mean Marvel's even kind of doing that in print now X Men Legends is basically like I had one more story. Like I had, let me just, let me just finish this thing off. They put out two issues to confirm what we had all kind of agreed upon. We as a community of fans, of X-Men fans, had all kind of agreed that Adam X was the third Summer's brother, uh, you know, up until Vulcan was added. But we all just kind of agreed on that. But they just like finalized it. But my point is there are so many little things that like, how did this happen? Where were you? You know what I mean? Like, why was this person missing? Little things like, just like tiny things like that. And you could do like the hidden years or the hidden moments of the Marvel Universe. That could be a thing. I mean, like there is just, there is potential. There is like untapped material out there. And I think there's a lot of possibility there. Because A, you could, you could like cultivate a whole new line of creators for yourself. I mean, like if they were like, hey, open casting, like open call, like send us a pitch for what if and we'll see if it's good enough and you might be able to write it uh, i could come up with five on the spot like i could come up with five to send within 10 minutes i could have them written by the end of the day like it, it's one of those things that i would love to just if it was just like a one-time opportunity i would love to i cannot even explain how much like i have some thoughts on like avengers shit i have some thoughts on some wolverine shit i have some x-men like lots of x-men shit <laughs> like my point is i could do it real quick real quick now to touch the mcu what if series for a moment specifically i think there is a whole lot of headcanon happening i think there are a lot of people kind of trying to like fit it in i think there are a lot of people trying to like rail against it in some ways which i thought was interesting uh people like didn't like the fact that the first episode like mimicked first avenger so much i'm like that was the point the point was that it was gonna mimic the first avenger like that was the whole thing and i think they even i think they like long sold a uh, uh, Doctor Strange cameo because there was there was a moment in the trailer uh, that where Captain Carter like is talking to to Strange or interacts with Strange and I was or maybe it was just really well edited but it, what it looked like to me was that Strange at some point is going to interact with Captain Carter and we're going to have a really like what I think this could turn into and I would I I would cry I would legitimately cry out of excitement this could turn into, into an Exiles thing. They could, they could create an Exiles animated series or, I mean, oh God, even a TV show would be just out of my mind awesome. 
But let's just say animated series, which I think just really gives the most like freedom as far as what you can do with it. It would be fantastic. Like take some of these different characters with their different personalities and different histories, put them on a team and like just the shenanigans, the shenaniganery. <laughs> like, man, man, that would be cool. So let's say, I mean, I'm not, whatever. Whatever happens, I'm here for it. I, I found that with WandaVision, the entire community was just like, brah, just headcanon, Mephisto, who's the bad guy? All, Reed Richards is going to appear. All of these predictions were made and everyone got disappointed. And that's where I hold off and I'm like, I'm not going to make these predictions. I think it would be interesting if they did certain things, but like, do I think they're going to go to Exiles? No. Because to me, me thinking it's going to go into Exiles is just like everyone was like, oh, at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're going to go Thunderbolts. That was what everyone was saying that. Everyone was saying that. I was like, they're not, they're not going to do Thunderbolts. Guys, like, it's not, it's not a thing. No, A, no one wants Thunderbolts. Not really. Not like, no one wants the Thunderbolts because you're like, oh, they could just do Thunderbolts. And I think people are just saying that, like, as like a thing that that could happen. Sure. Could they do Thunderbolts? Absolutely. I see the groundwork being laid. The problem is we don't have enough characters yet. We don't have enough bad guys, like viable bad guys for the Thunderbolts. Like right now, I don't foresee, and now this is a huge tangent here, but for now, I don't foresee a Thunderbolts until after, uh, uh, until after Wakanda Forever. Like until after we see Wakanda and, and maybe see Zemo like escape in a post credit scene or something, I don't see it happening. Because like we need to have like a whole new Avengers form or, or here is my thought, and this is a free pitch, Marvel. Like, if you haven't written this yet, if the Secret Wars uh, rumor is true, if there is going to be a Secret Wars movie where you're going to maybe, like, streamline the universe or whatever, whatever you're going to do with it. That's how the X-Men are brought in. Whatever. Whatever you're going to do with it, here's my pitch. Right after Secret Wars, don't even tell people you're making other movies. Say, after Secret Wars, we're doing one series on Disney+, and it's going to be Thunderbolts. Now everyone's like, what's happening? Why is that happening? The first six episodes are there. They're out there. They're doing heroic shit. At the end of, say, the sixth episode. Like, you don't even tell the audience. You don't even tell the audience. Like, those of us who know, we know. But you don't even tell the audience. You bring in Jolt. Super, like, I love Jolt. One of my favorite characters. You bring in Jolt. You have her at the end of six episodes. Like accidentally or like oh, why are they meeting without me sneak in see that they like fucking switch costumes or whatever the fuck they do they, they refer to each other by their real names all of a sudden these are the villains holy shit she knows now now for the next six episodes because i'm thinking this is a 12 episode like solid 12 episode run for the next six episodes she is trying to get in touch with anybody she can. These are the bad guys. They are pulling something. She's trying to find, she's trying to find whoever, like whoever's at Stark. She's, try, so she's trying to find Riri. She's trying to get in touch with Wakanda. None of these people are responding. Finally, you get maybe word from Shuri. Maybe, maybe you hear from like, oh, something's happening at the Baxter building. She shows up at the Baxter building. It's Fantastic Four. Boom, boom, boom. The heroes are back. Now you have all sorts of stories to tell about where are the heroes, where were these heroes originally, right? Now you have a whole lot of backstory and retconning to do. So you could do like 
the Fantastic Four are just there. They are heroes. And then you could do a actual movie where you're like, 1965, this is what this is what actually happened. And maybe like they were they were off world. They were in the negative zone and 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 fucking the restoration of the the restoration of everybody at the end of uh <laughs> the end of uh endgame cracked open the fucking negative negative zone wall they were able to get out and that's how they came back like there is ways like this shit is easy like god this is what bothers me man they (laughs) they have done all this work to like interweave these stories and then it's like it feels like they're trying to like trying to do something special and specific and like to try to like explain it in a way that it's understandable it's all understandable it's crazy shit. You had dude dance battle Ronin the Accuser. Like, people get it. People will understand it. They will accept whatever the fuck nonsense shit you tell them. Like, you're gonna say, hey, if you tell the regular viewing audience that the Fantastic Four got stuck in the negative zone for 60 fucking some odd years, but to them it was 10 minutes, there it is. Now we know why they're the same age as they are in the origin movie or whatever you want to do. We just know. We just know why. Literally. Dude, it's so easy. It writes itself. You do the origin movie. Boom, boom, boom. They come back. They defeat Doom. And there's a post credit scene where Reed is like, I've discovered the negative zone. And just poof, flash white. We don't know what happened. That's the post credit scene. And then the next movie, flash white. Like, they're in the negative zone fucking some sort of energy wave and he's like wait wait wait! i think this this energy wave's like destabilized the barrier we can get back they think it's been a couple weeks turns out 40 fucking years 50 years 70 i can't count <laughs> my point is this shit is easy it writes itself there are so many fucking plot devices throughout the history of comic books and throughout the history of what if see i brought it back it was like, it was clunky but i brought it back <laughs> the whole point of this has been to say that I really, really want a ongoing what if series. There has been this trend of like, oh, okay, we had like a big event. Now we're gonna do a what if about it. You know, we did we did Secret Evasion. What if the Skrulls won the Secret Evasion? Whatever the hell it was. Like we we did Civil War. What if Civil War? Like we did all. What if House of M? Like House of M. What if House of M? All these things kind of just like back and forth, back and forth. It was like a like a weird cadence. I didn't like it, but you know, you know, it's coming. Some of them were good. Some of them were not really good, but like, why not just do an ongoing series? You know what I mean? Like exiles requires plot exiles. I get why you can't keep going with that series. I let me rephrase that. I don't necessarily get it. Cause I could, I could write a million exiles issues. I could write Exiles into 1,000. I'm just saying. I could make Exiles longest running, weirdo fucking, time dimension hopping book ever. <laughs> but my point is, may, like, to have an actual What If series, it, it does not require like overarching plot. You could say, hey, writer A, writer B, writer C. Issue one, two, three. Writer D, E, F, you go through the whole list. You go through the whole Rolodex. Then you go out and you find every webcomic writer. Hey, you want to do an issue of what if? Cool. Want to do an issue of what if? Cool. Send us a pitch. Send us a pitch. Send us a pitch. I'll do it. I'll do a 50 grand a year. I will be the guy that gets all those pitches, goes through them, and I'll be the first line. I will be that dude. I will contact every single writer out there, and we will get you the biggest Rolodex, and I will just start emailing them one by one. Hey, 
hey, hey, send me a pitch, send me a pitch, send me a pitch. And I'll, I'll, I'll read it. If it's something we did, be like invalid, like already done, already done, do like better, interesting, give me a, give me a treatment. Like I will be that first line. I'll do the work happily, big smile on my face. As long as you give me an ongoing what if series. <laughs> Just really want to have something that explores that because right now it feels like we have just these like, it's like event to event to event to event. I mean like, it would be interesting to have something that is just stories. Like I still contend that 1997 to like 1999 was the best era for comics. No massive events. It was after Onslaught, after, after, House, uh, after uh, Heroes Reborn. You just had some good stories. Some interesting stories. Like, yeah, you had like the event, like it was like Avengers and Iron Man crossover, and they would have like a little thing. Uh, you had the Avengers Fantastic Four and Thunderbolts crossover, because like that shit was wild. Like they found out about the Thunderbolts, blah, blah, blah. Everyone kind of had their own thing. Everyone is still in the same universe. You had things touching back and forth, but there was no massive event for a while. And it was kind of fucking nice. It really was. Then the X-Men books like started to ramp up events and then like everyone just kind of got back to events and I, I, I'm, it's draining really like events, event series are draining there, there, there's something to be said for just having like, we're just going to have like an X-Men run of stories. It's not wrong with that. Nothing wrong with just a run of stories that is X-Men and just X-Men Avengers books that are just Avengers books. The new Avengers series has been basically just event after event after event. All of it. And it's a lot. Like, it's a fucking lot. I would love to see a What If series. Because that would just give me an opportunity to just, like, read some shit for fun. And once it's done, not have to remember details. Not have to wonder, where, like, how this person gets to this place. Did I miss an issue? Like, that's that's what a lot of event books is. Did I miss an issue? Like, where... How did she get to here? How did they do this like how did where did this dude's powers come from like who is this person all those things i don't have to worry about when i just read an episodic book single issue story beginning middle end done sometimes two stories or you can have like a two issue but like you don't have to have like right now the the current like what if thing is the spider-man shadow like shadow of something i forget what it's called Spider Shadow, forget what it's called. My point is, that's the what if story, and it's like a multi-issue storyline, and it's cool. Like it's an interesting approach. I love what it did and kind of like how it ended and the whole thing. But like, that's it. There's nothing else to it. Ultimately, the whole thing, this whole episode has been about me pitching to Marvel or whoever is, is listening. Somebody maybe who has an in knows somebody. Know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. I would love an ongoing What If series. And if you made it digital, maybe digital first and you do a print like trade or whatever once in a while, uh, I would definitely subscribe for the, for the Marvel Unlimited app at that point to read it. And I'd buy the trades. So you want to get some money out of me, Marvel. Well, some more money. <laughs> I mean, look, some more money. That's what you need to do. Get me a what if series, ongoing what if series, digital, and I'll buy trades. That's going to be it for this one. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.